the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to know what your competitors are up to? Serving as an essential ad and marketing intelligence platform, Social Peta covers advertising data from over 80 global ad networks across 70 countries and regions. And they have more than 300 enterprise clients. You might have heard of a few, including Google, Tencent Games, NetEase Games, and so much more. Learn more by visiting socialpeta.com. That's socialpeta.com. Do you know how well your mobile ads are performing? Let AppBroda unify all your app monetization into one powerful platform, giving you access to Google Ad Exchange and insights that you need to scale your ad revenue. Check them out at appbroda.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads. And more importantly, that's why you're here, your revenues. And today, we've got an interesting topic that we're going to break down to show you what's really working from an ASO perspective, especially some of the black hat ASO strategies. And today's guest just gave a presentation about this. I'm We've booked this long ago, so she's actually on vacation, but she's still joining us. But I'm super excited to talk to her. Her nat, her name is Natalie Draws. She is the UA lead at Fabulous. You guys have to check out the app. It is a self-improvement, self-care, habit, coaching type of app. And we've talked about this in previous live streams, but here is Fabulous as well. Go check it out there. But Natalie, welcome to the show. Hi, so happy to be here and be part of the show. Uh, speaking from France, originally from Ukraine, and the QA leader fabulous. My pleasure to be here and share my knowledge with you. Thefabulous.co, or obviously it's in app stores, and you guys are always in the top charts. I always see you guys up there. So, phenomenal job. Congrats. I know you have a big part to do with it, Natalie. Oh, I just like what, I'm, what we're doing. Honestly, we do a lot of, like, first of all, we are in top charts because the product is good and yeah. people retain love and go back. But at the same time, our marketing team, especially the opposition team, does a lot of different activities to make sure new people learn about the app and to keep sure that people who are our former users return back as well. We work hard on leveraging the power of mobile acquisition plus web. I, I have already discussed it on previous call, like the sessions. Uh, but like, yeah, what I would really love to talk today more is basically Black Hat ASO. And just mm-hmm. spoiler alert, Fabulous doesn't do Black Hat ASO. But it's more for my like career as ASO consultant where I had yeah. to deal with some uh, consequences of using Black Hat ASO. Uh, <laughs> And sometimes it like a lot of funny stories for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, where do you want to start? Because I've got some funny shares stories to share myself. So, but where do you want to start with? Talk to me about where you want to start with Black Hat ASO. Uh, do you still hear me well? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. Good. So, well, first of all, it exists and it exists a lot. Uh, there are different like. I'll be a little bit technical. Like when it comes to ASO, there are basically two main goals or like 
two main things you have to do to increase your visibility and increase conversion. And it is done on different levels. It is done with different activities. And there are good techniques and there are bad techniques. Everything which I call bad is something that goes against extra policies. So something that bends the rule and breaks for a competition. So black techniques all exist from like trying to break the algorithm to make you appear high in search results to improving conversion rate by creating fake reviews to have to make sense of actually good application. Everything depends like Let's see if Natalie comes back. All right, we're gonna let wait until she comes back, but I wanna say hi to a few people while we do that as well. I'm gonna say hi to Noah, what's happening? You're the first one here. We've got Jay, I don't know what you're talking about, Jay. Okay, but Simo, a great thank you to Steve from Morocco, awesome. And then Subgrow, what's happening, my friend? We've got Adrian, AppMates, Yash, Elmir, Edwin. Okay, I talked to you, Edwin on Instagram. Joe says, Hey all, is anybody experiencing problems with app store connect, not propagating IP prices? Couldn't do two apps gone free because the uh, prices never change. Oh, that's interesting. Joe, you might want to actually just do it a couple of days in advance and Joe, you can actually schedule it. So maybe just do it one day in advance, set it for free and do it that way. And then Rassi says, I should be out enjoying myself. <laughs> I was just saying hi to a few people, Natalie, as I was waiting for you to come back. Rassi says I should be out enjoying myself with friends, but family, fam, Fridays with App Masters. That's what fam stands for. It comes first. And then Mark, what's happening, Mark? Okay. So you kind of left off with talking about how Black Hat ASO strategies are more about hacking the algorithms and then kind of lost you there. You're still on mute, by the way. No, I still can't hear you unless it's me. So you guys put in the comments if it's me or if it's Natalie, but I can't hear you, Natalie. No, I still can't hear you. All right, let's see if Natalie comes back up. You keep trying. Okay, it looks like it is Nat. Cool, she'll come back. All right, so while we wait for now, I can share with you guys some of the Black Hat ASO strategies that are things that you should actually avoid, okay? So number one is reviews. Don't buy reviews. Do not buy reviews. It is not worth it. We've gotten a few people we've either worked with or we are, like I've heard from others too, that Apple has sent a notice and they know, they just essentially said, hey, we know you're buying reviews, stop buying reviews. So reviews do not buy anymore. Back in 2015, I discovered a strategy that if you bought reviews and you put keywords in those reviews, you would actually get a increase in keyword rankings, but I would say do not buy reviews. So the, all right, Natalie, I'll just kind of go into some of the things that you should absolutely avoid there. Let me see if I did something. I think I so, hear you now. Uh, do you hear me now? Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Like now I need some. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Right. So, uh, you're, you're starting talking about reviews. It's cool. So yeah. first of all, uh, I was telling that like black is so is something 
everybody's usually interested in, but not one, especially at conferences, doesn't like to talk about them. Because, like, you know, like, if you know about Black Hat ASO, very likely you do it, like, nobody wants to admit publicly that they do Black Hat ASO. Well, on the other hand, many people do it, and many companies and services exist. They do not even hide that they do Black Hat ASO. Uh, do they just try to hide that it's called Black Hat ASO? Do you still hear me, guys? Yeah, we can. Cool. Yeah, uh, because I slashed you, kind of, basically. So the companies call it keyword optimization, uh, visibility optimization. Uh, improving marketing for your keyword and keyword strategies. Uh, no matter how many fancy words they are, still, well, it's still back at ASO because if you read the policies, if you know your thing, then like not knowing the rule does not prevent you from being responsible for bending the law. Uh, there are things that you can do at no cost. Uh, basically, something that's playing with metadata. And it's 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 back at ASO, but it's not that first of all impactful and secondly punishment like you don't have much punishment for it i mean first thing that many people do is an is when you put your competitors keywords in your keyword metadata field um, i mean this is something many people do uh, and usually you do not have any punishment at all but it's still actually a black hat technique because your keyword metadata field according to Apple policies is just for you to describe what your application is about, about its features. So if we all are good ASO practitioners, we should put their generic keywords from Apple search ads with the highest relevancy and search score. And mm -hmm. to make sure that all of them uh, create as many combinations for long tail keywords as possible. People don't uh, do it all of the time and why? because, well, you rank higher for the competition, but not only, you can become more visible in similar apps, something which is important, so your browse traffic increases as well. Uh, in my, like, four something years career in ASO, I had a version released, a release uh, rejected two times for doing that. Oh. Like, the app reviewer was actually, like, very, very, had a bad day because they found it, like, not all the keywords in the metadata field to reflect your app features. Okay. I mean, it's really? just a rejection. <laughs> Natalie, yeah. if I can interject a little bit, because of I am course. hearing from the comments that the background noise, the ultrasum is everything that you're saying. The, so you put the competitor keywords in your data, metadata. Is that for iOS just in the keyword fields, I imagine? Or did you put it somewhere visible, like subtitle and title? No, no, no. No, like, like subtitle so and title is, of course, forbidden for sure, 100%. And if you put any brands, uh, you, it's, you're much more likely to get uh, rejection. But it mm -hmm. happened in the keyword field for metadata as well, because it's not allowed there as well, crazy. like according to all the policies. Oh. It doesn't yeah. happen all of the time. So as I said, like with many applications and many releases, it happened only twice. But if you have a very, if, if a reviewer has a very bad day, they can find it as like a reason to send you to remake your build. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to mute Natalie a little bit. Sorry, Natalie, but the background noise is a little bit too much. So Natalie's just talking about, okay, the black hat strategy that is sort of black hat, right? Natalie, that you guys can deploy is use 
using some of your competitors in your ASO, whether it's a keyword field, I've actually promoted talking about like having it in the Spanish Mexico, if you're going after the US localization, having the Spanish Mexico subtitle and title. So you guys can hide it there too. Sometimes the reviewers won't pay attention to it. And she's talking about that. Hey, Natalie, wh I, what I want to get a sense of too is I've actually found that from a competitor brand perspective, like let's say for you guys, maybe competitor might be, I'm just throwing it out there. So you correct me if I'm wrong, but like reflectly, you're like, oh, hey, we kind of do the same stuff. We're going to go after them. But I found that from an ASA perspective, search ads, that might convert well for you guys. But from an ASO perspective, being number two for reflectly doesn't really do much from an organic download perspective. Have you guys noticed something similar? Oops. Ooh, hold on one second. Sorry. I think we okay, muted yeah. each other at the same time. <laughs> okay. So I feel like, uh, honestly, the keywords, it sounds like an easy to go strategy because you're in Kyo for your competition and you become, you get a lot of organic downloads, which is not true. Why? Because if you have a keyword, which is your competition, most of the well-renowned applications have not only their app, but also their purchases included in app metadata. Like, so there is a search result, which is Apple search ads. Then there is the organic, then there is their purchase. There, yeah. there may be featuring story, like if they were featured, like reflectly or calm or like anything big. And only then it right. comes to you, like you, you're next. So honestly, being like rank number two is a vanity metric, especially becomes both stores are becoming more and more monetized through ads, both Apple store and Google Play store. And like getting back to your question about metadata and visible, visible fields, if you use big brand names, you cannot use uh, them just to use, basically. You cannot say uh, Tesla uh, taxi. Oh yeah, this is the example of uh, annual subscription. Yeah, like look at this. You got your ad, you got your the actual app, you got the subscription, and then you finally have this guy. So you're really like number one, two, three, four on the search result. We know most of it goes to the top three anyways, so probably not worth it to go after other brands here. Yeah, I mean, like people still like this strategy is to works because if somebody doesn't like knows for sure they don't want to download fabulous even though they are searching for fabulous uh i don't know who has this but there's definitely be some traffic for number two number two ranking but honestly it's not worth it you can use your metadata keywords for better stuff uh, and yeah talking about visible fields you cannot write for example tesla drivers like told tesla taxi but you can write taxi for Tesla lovers, because in that case, you're mm. not just referring to brand, but you're referring to kind of a feature that people who like Tesla, we're going to allow our taxi service because we ride on Tesla, because if you write Tesla taxi, it's kind of branded because it, it, yeah. it's, you, you assume that this is Tesla who runs this taxi service, but it's not. Uh, so in that case, if you have some apps which are very, very specific to peculiar company, filters for Instagram, like a, a different example, or video ed editor for TikTok, like then you have, there is a space for you to play around with this. But if you are like fabulous, um, we are, <laughs> the, the different problem with our, our in competition is that there are different applications, but they are not our direct competitors. We are not a meditation mm. app. For that, you have Calm and Headspace. We are not a habit tracker like Reflectly or Dailyo, because their main feature is to track 
like your habits during day. We are the combination of wellness, self-care and coaching plus tracking, like a habit tracker. So mm-hmm. what you ha- what in fact you have is, first of all, coachings like morning, afternoon and evening audio files that help you just like two minute short audio files and no video files to improve different parts of your life drug challenges if you want to quit smoking start running and like Mm -hmm. basically just a different concept of the product it makes it so hard for us to uh like find good competitors to even run for their keywords because like yeah. people who are looking for meditation app, they will go and download the meditation app. People who look for yoga application, they will do and find a yoga application. But yeah, we are about routines and coaching. And yeah, guys, if you're oh. looking for application, you know where to, like, you know now what is the right one. Yeah, search for fabulous. Don't tap on, okay? Don't tap on that. If you're going to get the app, Please just tap on the. <laughs> <laughs> don't waste Natalie's money. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Natalie, I want to talk about a couple of things with you. So these new screenshots, I love them. And I think these are kind of new from what I can remember having, you know, always seen your guys' app. Talk to me about this. Is this part of the app itself or is this some, some of the messaging that you guys have used? And it seemed more like playful, I guess is the right word for the, the brand style that you guys are going for. So have you guys AB tested these screenshots at all? Uh, we are currently doing more and more PPO and CPO, uh, yeah, like product page optimization, custom product pages. Okay, uh, basically, you are now seeing a custom product page. Like this one is a custom product page. Like okay. surprise, surprise. Uh, so it's playful. Hey, Natalie, it, like, yep, I'm here. You don't need a. We can hold. We can hear you just fine. Actually, I think it makes it worse if you hold the mic. You can let it go. Okay. We actually hear you just fine. Oh, let yeah, it go. there you go. Perfect. <laughs> yes, I let it go. So the screenshots are actually rather, as you said, playful. They are do not ideally and exactly showcase an interface, but you can find exactly the same images within the application. That's why it's okay to pass the review because a different part of policies, your screenshots have to reflect what's inside application. So this is what I would call like gray hat stuff because that's not the interface itself but it is inside the app in for different parts of challenges and content you have inside it and honestly like it is delivering really comparing to standard screenshots with app interface it just performs way better because it's very like structured and it gives you additional reward like for example self-care when you don't have time to spare and you have six activities what you can do and this is why people love it. And this is why people basically click on it. Mm, I like it. All right. Just to summarize, because uh, people are having problems hearing you. I was asking Natalie about these screenshots. She's, and I said, it's more playful. She said, these are doing a little bit better. This is sort of the white hat ASO strategies that you guys can use. And you can use that through Apple's PPO, which is essentially product page optimization. What kind of any black hat ASO strategies worth doing? You talk about using them in the metadata, maybe even having them in the Google Play, like long description. I've seen a lot of people do that. They'd be like, hey, if you like this, or if you got rejected by this, blah, 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 you put your competitor's brand in there. But what are some other things 
that you guys can talk about. And maybe the question that I will, I'll just talk about is like these keyword boost campaigns, they, they have different names, keyword installs, keyword boost. You know, you talked about this, like keyword optimization, maybe they're talking about like, have you have any experience with those? Uh, just a few words before about keyword stuffing. It's more okay. for, as you said, Google Play. And usually it doesn't work because you get a notification or a release rejection. And even if you use, uh, very likely you will not rank high for them. Uh, the other, so here we have also two different things. One, when we use other brands keywords and many people just use uh, big brands, like you can share content from my application on WhatsApp, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Twitch, and so, but honestly, now I'm gonna, you will not rank high for those keywords. Like for like, what's the point of like mediocre application to be ranked top two for application WhatsApp? Like almost none, because the first couple of points will be like Google search, Google results, then some yeah. WhatsApp itself. And it just doesn't work. The other thing that works better is keyword stuffing. When you use the same keyword many times in many combinations, one of the example I found recently was a hashtag. So the person really wanted to rank high for the keyword hashtag. So what they did, like you can have animal hashtag, uh, seasonal hashtag, holiday mm. hashtag, and it just doesn't it doesn't create a good user experience. And if someone's read it it doesn't feel like really good. If I'm not mistaken, like there, you can, I know, let's go to Tagify. Tagify, where's, what number? The second one. I oh, this one? Oh, second. good, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Okay, there, and then. And try to go to the long description. Oh, hashtag, hashtags. So apparently it works because they are second, but I don't think if this exactly was the reason why they are so high, mm. maybe because they, are, they have it in the title as well. So tagify hashtags mm -hmm. for Instagram. And this is, again, we have here Instagram in her title, but in this case it's okay mm -hmm. because we specify that's a specific feature for a specific application. I see, I see. So you're thinking, so there's a recommendation to not keyword self, like it'll hurt you or it is this, is this something that you think would the audience can start utilizing? Uh, it's, I do not say, I say it's up to you because it may work. It may not. Uh, if you use them, like at least good, do we have good formatting, like proper way to write it down? The worst it when it doesn't look nice only or editing or formatted. This then it gets yeah. worse. Uh, in this case, so it's not the best practice, but you can play around with this. Uh, again, it goes against the policies because you have over density with one specific keyword. But it may work if you have like here they try to explain like they have animal, social, people, holiday. So at least yeah. they have like some pros and cons and arguments with a Google reviewer. But if it's just like hashtags, 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 and one more hashtag, well, not gonna work. Uh, one funny case, especially again with Google Play, 
it's from Plenty of Fish application, which is a dating app. Mm. So in their long description, they state, we are Plenty of Fish, part of the Match Group, the company that also has Tinder, Match.com, and a couple of other dating apps. So actually example of blackhead you can go like and search uh, plenty of fish i'll do it right now and like in the long right description here. it's gonna be happy yeah. fishing qf is part of that yep that's awesome that's funny i like that I mean, again, this is not black hat because it's true, uh, but yeah. for example, Bumble does not write it because they are not part of the match group. I mean, they can say, we are Bumble. We are not part of the match group who owns Tinder, Plenty of Fish and other, other applications. So people become right. very inventive. And again, like adding a keyword once in the long description does not actually help to influence keyword results by a lot your title yeah. and like short description is way more important and for google mm -hmm. something which is also super important is like what are other applications people download together with this so like normally i, I don't know yeah. i don't remember the statistics but if i'm not mistaken an average dating app user has three applications like three dating apps like, so statistically speaking, they uh, try to leverage the risks <laughs> and also the system knows better, like which applications should be recommended as well. Right. You know, I think with certain categories like dating and maybe others that you guys can think of where there are people like, you know, you're going to download multiple apps in that category, unlike like maybe a fitness app, it is worth it to maybe go after these brand terms and try to up number two or three on for tinder we have seen that play out for depending on the category but for most of the time i would say you don't get too many downloads from being number like for one of our clients we're number two for a big competitor of his and we you can look into the google play data we don't get that many downloads from being number two for that particular term so it depends on the real category but for other categories we do actually get good downloads from our competitors terms and okay, also, I'm going to... yeah, yeah before ahead. like that uh something like i don't like to consider only being ranked number two or three for a certain keyword because especially on google play where right now there are three premium options uh, like for mm. google ads and there is also yeah. similar apps so it's always good idea to check on your phone on your android phone for certain country so like i have us storefront because if you rank number two for keyword motivation, you're not visible almost at all because there yeah. is an application which is called motivation, which occupies the brand result, like on Google Play when you have the result with screenshots. Then there is similar apps collection. Then there is recommended for you app, like ads collection and only, yeah. oh, and only then very likely you're gonna be able to see their competitor. So yeah. just I'll try to check and like as i said recently google added three premium placements per standard keywords like it's getting more and more hard to find somebody organically at all i'm trying to pull up my google phone 
and let's see if it works. Oh, there you go. So I'll, I'll try to do this. But Natalie, we, we do have a question from Tim O'Mur. So you said motivation. I'll try motivation first. Motivation. Let's put motivation out. Let's try that. And so I see, I know what you're talking about and I've seen the, the three ads. So this is just one, but let's try just motivation. And maybe we can get it and maybe meditation might be a better one where we can get into. Yeah. Oh, so this, here, is, this is exactly what I was talking about. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Here it goes. So you got so, this, but then you got a bunch of ads. Too. Yeah. And sorry, Natalie. So I think, you know, you correct me, jump in when you're on, when you're like, Steve, no, that's not what I meant. But like, as you can see, like number two doesn't mean diddly squat for this particular term because of the UI UX change, like number one, most of it's going there. And then all the ads that Google is presenting there too. So yeah. All right. Let's say hi to a few people. What's up, Samuel? You're a little late. So you're penalized. And then what's up, Kev? You're there. Okay, and then we got Timur who says T Hormir. So I, I totally butchered your name. Hey, can you give us some info on Black Hat review strategies and incentivize installs? So we're kind of talking about that a little bit, Natalie, but you want to go into some of your experience with that stuff? And look, full disclosure, Natalie said it from the top, but Fabulous does not partake in any of these Black Hat ASO strategies, okay? So just want to make sure we got that out there. All right, Natalie, on to you, my friend. Yeah, so the point is, like the first part we discussed is, I call it free Black Hat ASO because you do it with your own metadata. You don't pay anything to anyone. You just try and it works, hooray. If it doesn't, you go for something else. If it works, but you get punished, again, you know this is Black Hat ASO, you should be aware of risk of being punished. When it comes to the other part, which is actually you pay someone to fake the algorithm or kind of crack it, uh, let's go it one by one. So when it comes to motivated installs, there are two reasons why people do it. First is super vanity one, is that people want to become top, appear in top applications, so top chart. You just have a lot of bots, basically usually those are just devices without real people behind them, who download your app, create a wave kind of virality. So your app appears in top chart, either in your category, which is the easier one, or overall in the country, which is hard to beat because that means a lot of installs. Um, usually it means a lot of money. And why say it's vanity? Because not that many people actually check this part of like the interface. Uh, like if you do like the user journey, like on App Store, people go to, they start with their homepage and top charts appear like then, like very likely if a user is motivated, they're gonna go for search results. And, uh, and even the search results are also kind of polluted with Apple editorial stories and featurings, so which is not that nice. And on Google Play, uh, you need to, like, if you go, if you rank top, like overall, it may have some impact. But usually mm. people are not actually going like, top chart category entertainment people just go for example to what they want to find like oh, in, oh yeah mm -hmm. you're seeing motivation as well oh yeah they are they have the purchases and everything you need yeah so really not not that great being number two for this keyword either yeah so like uh again like stores do everything to be monetized hard 
to make sure they have all the revenue. And they know how to do it well because they created the stores themselves. So they know exactly which placement people are interested in. Uh, but speaking about the overall, like getting to the top charts, it's a good thing if you want to show it to your investors or to your boss, say like we are in the top five. But if you have all the installs and you pay for them, and sometimes it's not very easy, especially like in like top Taiwan countries. So question is, will this boost in organic overpay like how much money you're gonna pay for becoming the first one? If you have some super cool algorithm and super cool bot farm that does it for free, then go for it. But most services, like they, they charge and they charge a lot. Uh, so the question is why you should do it? Like not that really. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, there was even an article from Feature about the impact of getting to the top charts. And spoiler alert, almost nothing. <laughs> so actually the cost benefit value is not that important. And like the whole, like my second part, when you pay for Black Hat ASO, you should like consider yourself not an ASO practitioner, but a user acquisition manager. Because now you have an investment and you need to calculate return on investment. And this is why you need to see, like I'm investing 100,000 in keyword boosting. So question number two, what's the potential like, change in revenue that's gonna happen? Have I chosen the right keyword? Or we do not keyword boosting, but get into the top rankings and becoming more and more specific with your, like these. Uh, why I don't like Black Hat ASO? Because both most of those practices exist, but as stores are becoming more and more monetized to themselves through Google Ads and Apple Ads, it makes less sense to pay some shady company, uh, have shady results with no analytics and potentially be punished. One important thing, if Apple notices that you are using keyword boosting, you can lose completely the results for this keyword for 60 or 90 days. It happens to developers. So again, it's about keyword velocity. It's, it's about the velocity and like, if it's a spike, and then, like, for example, there is no retention. Uh, again, mm -hmm. you may say there are, there are companies that do install plus retention. And I will tell you, it costs more money. So again, the question is, is it worth doing this? So when you are on the black head ground, you can do activities, but you actually need to measure them and be super practical. Like, for example, we can give you installs, $1 each for keyword puzzle game. And you will be like, and we assume that you're going to change from position 355 to top eight. And then like, you know, that it's going to last for a week or two. And you have to be super, super specific in measuring the impact. Do you receive more installs? Do you receive more proceeds coming from those installs? And of course you also need to have good analytics because if you are dependent, if you depend on different multiple inner purchases that and but you do not have a good LTV projection strategy that you may not know if you're actually becoming profitable in the long run or not. Uh, the other thing many companies do it like Black Hat ASO just because of vanity because they are big companies and they don't want other big companies to take over their keywords. 
I don't have that much money. My company doesn't have that money. Like, and honestly, I don't care. If you can waste money, it's your money, waste them. I want to have good results for like organically. And usually it works. Again, why? Because now it's good that our niche is very, very narrow because there are so many meditation apps, so many fitness apps, but there are not that many applications that are uh, for routines and habits. Yep. I like it. Hey, Natalie, you know, I'm coming. So a couple of things I'll summarize too. I don't think in the end, you tell me if you agree with this, but I don't think it's worth it anymore. You know, we've done a few things on our end for our own apps. You know, I always try to be a practitioner when that's why I have my own apps and try different things. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. We actually saw for one of our apps where this company, and I won't put them on blast, but guarantee that we'd be number one. And I was like, what you talked about, I was like, this velocity is too much, right? Like we're going from a handful, like two to three downloads a day to then 2000 a day. Like what happened, Natalie, we were ranking like maybe in the thirties for this keyword. We unindex Apple said, Nope, you're gone. And so you, I, and it was, and I'll be full disclosure. It was like $2,000 for this campaign. Now I would rather spend that 2000 on Apple search ads or Google ads, right? Mm -hmm. I would rather spend that because I feel like with the app stuff, like it's like any other business, you have to think about it as a funnel. Like how many people can you attract? How many people can you convert? And then you have some metrics that you can play around with. And the companies that I've worked with that have this funnel just locked, they're just so much fun. They just know all their numbers to work with. So I know like I can go out and get a cost per install for $3. Some companies $5, some companies $8 cause their lifetime value is so high. So I'm kind of thinking like right now I was a big proponent because what you said, big companies do it. And I'm surprised by the, like, like what you guys do this? No way. Right? Like the level of the bigness of a company, the bigness of a company and they still run it. But so I was like to the indie, like maybe it is worth it, but I'm feeling these days, I rather run, run it on search ads. I rather run it on Google ads where I know the downloads are probably going to be legit and actually might turn into revenue for me if my funnel is good. Is that sort of how you would see things too? Yeah, because like I, I'm, for me, user acquisition is unique. It's, there is no paid and organic yeah. just because they are so connected. And even when you yeah. like, measure organic results, I always try to think about revenue. And what I love about revenue, I love when revenue is tracked properly and measured. And with Black Hat ASO, it's not usually possible because like the companies like that were trying to offer me those services, they tell, you can calculate uplift for our keyword, but guys, I'm ranking for 300 keywords. Do you think that your uplift from position top seven to position top three actually helped me to become like, a, like make a big difference when I have so much traffic coming from other keywords? It's also about statistical significance. I mean, if the, if you have nothing and then you have something, maybe you are able to observe the difference. But if you are a medium company that has at least, I don't know, 200 installs per day, like from search results, like the velocity, like you need to be ranked super high for a super popular keyword to see the difference. Yeah. Because like yeah. if you are choosing keyword with popularity score around like 30 and you're getting from nothing to top three, you may not even notice it. <laughs> like yeah. the other thing with boosting keywords, when we discussed this topic, we need to like, if somebody still wants to do it, choose a good one. Why, why do I mean by that? don't choose your competitors because if somebody's searching for a competitor 
they will search for a competitor. Like if somebody's going for headspace, they are not going for sleep booster, fabulous, mm -hmm. or anything else. Then mm -hmm. you have to be generic. But the problem with generic keywords, there are not that many generic keywords that you can go after because every yeah. niche is very, like people are not inventive when they do search on Apple search or Google search on the app store. People are inventive in their Google results on the web where you have super long tail keywords for nine words. Why the sky is blue when moon is red, like for example. While auto suggest on Google Play and App Store actually limits the amount of words. And that's why like, you need to be scientific and very methodological in your approach to choosing it. And still, in most cases, you will not find statistical significance. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, if you want to waste money, please go for it. But uh, that's not my type of fun. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, I like it. Uh, All right. We still, I still have about reviews. Previous person asked about it, and I see like this also very popular thing. People like when you have a rating, the easy to go solution is going by reviews, right? Right. It's bad. <laughs> Why is that? Because actually Google and Apple are getting better and noticing their reviews, especially their reviews. So especially ratings. So mm. they care about rating velocity, download velocity. And then if something changes, especially when there is no release, and then your rating was 2.2 and it incidentally become, it becomes 4.9, very likely the, their team will pay a closer attention and you know what they're going to be deleted and all the money that you paid will be lost in vain mm. uh i had a case i worked with a client and they spent kind of a lot of money they told me how much reviews and ratings they bought i simply went to console and i realized that they have 60 percent less data in their actual numbers than they bought it means Apple or Google deleted most of those things. Yep. So you're yep. paying, it appears for a day, for a week, maybe for a month, but after six months, most of them are gone, uh, especially when it comes to ratings, because they are way easier to identify. If somebody writes, then their team kind of thinks maybe that's a real person, but I will tell you also how to how they delete those reviews as well. But with ratings, like it, it's, short-term solution for a bigger problem yeah i like it uh I, i've seen the same thing so just to summarize what google and apple are getting really smart if you buy these ratings and then deleting a lot of them and so just don't do it anymore the so there was a question in here there's a lot of questions i don't think we're gonna we're gonna have to have you back natalie when you're not on vacation but okay here's here's evelyn asks when what if i asked my friends to submit reviews instead of buying in bulk and my friend submitted the review without opening app and it got blocked later any recommendations so i think she's saying her friend submitted the review without opening the app but then it later got deleted so that's probably why it got deleted if she didn't open it and she just sort of hit submit and re put that rating in there so especially on google play you have much more data because in the play mm. console you have information what is the version of the app? What is the version of operational system? What is the mobile carrier? What's the country? And wow. if, the, if the person uh, clicks download without downloading and automatically gives you five stars and writes reviews, 
the system will not have the information about the app version because uh, the application was not fully downloaded and installed during your phone. And those type of reviews are like more suspicious to go to the algorithm. Uh, so again, if you have friends who can rate your application, ask them not only to rate, but also to use them. <laughs> so you will have good user feedback, what's wrong, and only then ask them for a good review. So asking friends for review is not considered as a black hat technique because those are real people and they are leaving a review for your application. You do not pay them un until you buy some coffee or something like this. Uh, <laughs> but generally speaking, like it's more like I don't I don't think you have hundred thousand friends. Like maybe you have, maybe you're a lucky person. Yeah. But generally, a couple of reviews do not change the whole picture. Yeah, maybe you just want to get like. Potentially, if you don't have that many, you know, that would make a big impact. But if, a, if you're a medium size or even a bigger app, one or two is not going to make a difference. All right. Next. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.